Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening, thanks for being thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're in the world of consumer products. We're in the beverage space. Man, one of my favorites, um, you know, food and beverage is that subcategory that I love to dive into. And today we have another incredible upstart brand called Wanu Water. And on the show today is their founder and CEO, Todd O'Gara. Todd, it's so great having you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, Joseph, for having us it's, on here. We're, it's we're awesome, dude. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for making the time. Um, you've got just an incredible story. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do on this show is, you know, it's, it'd be easy to dive into like the brand and the, the packaging and the, the market and whatnot for your for your company. But let's start with you and your background. Um, you've got to share the story about how you got into the industry and how you even had this initial idea. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It's been a bit of a road less traveled, so to speak. So, you know, growing up, I always had a passion for, for health and wellness, um, loved athletics, uh, played a lot of different sports, grew up in a very active family driven, driven family by health and wellness standards. Uh, majority of my aunts, uncles, parents, sisters, brothers, cousins, you name it, have all are all in the medical medicine field and medical industry. And then some of them are in, in real estate and whatnot, but really grew up, you know, with that kind of being like a staple in our family. And uh, so I knew I, I really wanted to go into something, you know, health and wellness driven, sure. um, you know, medicine background, loved, loved dentistry and uh, oral health care and things like that. So, you know, that was a passion of mine, uh, you know, got to, got to live in Europe for a while. Um, during undergrad and got to, got to kind of see the world and that, you know, different cultures and experiencing became a, a real passion of mine as well. And so I applied for, you know, when I applied for dental school and and medical school, I I applied to Australia. Yes. One, I (laughs) I loved, uh, (laughs) I loved the culture. It was super outdoorsy. Um, Totally. Loved to surf, total water baby. And, uh, you know, got accepted and, and that was it. And I was I was off to the races there. And you know, when I was when I was there in in, in school at Sydney, Sydney Uni, um, living right in in Sydney, beautiful spot Australia. for those that haven't yeah, been there. Gorgeous. Just an unbelievable place. Yeah, gorgeous. And um, you know, I was an epidemiology lecture and and was seeing the the statistics about waterborne illness and infant mortality rates continuing to spike. Wow! Right through lack of readily accessible drinking water and proper nutrition and you know these you know it's the 21st century at this point you're like well i mean people are still dying from cholera and e coli and things like that which is unbelievable really if you think about that you know especially given the advancements in in science it's nothing you hear about on on the six o'clock news right like (laughs) you're not gonna hear about it and you know i was shocked and while at the same time i i noticed that vitamin water had just sold for $4.1 billion. Absolutely, to Coca-Cola, and, that's right. Yeah, and so, you know, I always had a had a passion or uh, for trying to be a businessman. You know, I, I loved The Suits and, and Wall Street, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, and, uh, yeah. and, and Gordon Gecko and all that. And and at the same time, I, you know, had a real passion for, for philanthropy. 
and really was philanthropic driven. And I, I was like, well, vitamin water can sell for four point one billion, and <laughs> all I need is a small it. percentage of that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> right, and there's really only like one vitamin in there. Uh, the rest is like bigger. So I was like, well, you know, what if I could do this as like a side project and kind of come up with something that could really help people that actually needed it. And, you know, just kind of dug in, tried to research as much about formulations and, and, you know, co-packing and manufacturing and, and all that. And, and really did a lot of test markets and kind of like a thesis type of project through school and and really came up with the idea and then and then went and lived and did a residency program in south america right in, in what's that in south america in south america right. yeah, in bolivia and uh wow uh that was that was an eye-opener and the only reason a lot of people ask me why bolivia and i was like well my parents at the time wouldn't have let me go to go to west africa and sierra leone wow. and that's where i wanted to go because they were like you're gonna die <laughs> and they were probably right, but oh, being the stubborn human being I am, I, I did as much uh, research as possible to find out what was as bad as, as from a from a public health standpoint as like West Africa, and that was that was Bolivia. Wow, and, and most so people don't I, know that. I don't think I don't know that no. if I asked you know ten of my friends even, I don't know that they would list Bolivia as as in that status. Well, I don't think they would list even South America. I think when 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 consumers and tourists and people think about South America, they think about like Copacabana and <laughs> right. Rio and true. how gorgeous it is and all the pretty girls and, and like Argentina and in in uh, those types of places when well, you know, South America is a big continent. Right. And there's a lot of different a lot, many other countries that reside there and, and they're very, very poor and uh, they, they have a tremendous uh, public health issue with that. And I was fortunate enough to, to get a program to accept me and went down there and, and worked in, in clinics and hospitals and schools, went to the Amazon wow. and uh, and got to got to interact with villages and villagers and and just see really firsthand like how how detrimental and, and really how lucky like Western civilization really is, right? Like from the simplest of things like hand soap to running water, to a toilet that works, that sure. it's not a Saniot, wow. is sitting in your living room, right? So these are things that I was exposed to. I got to live with a Spanish family. I didn't speak Spanish. I spoke Italian. I didn't <laughs> They're speak close. Spanish. They're that close. Was, right? They're, thank right. God, but that was an interesting, uh, you know, plane ride. Like, you know, like we travel around the world and, you know, you go to London and that's English speaking. You go to Rome in Italy, people speak English, right? right. Well, you go to... Bolivia, no one speaks English. <laughs> right. The education isn't there, and there's nothing in English. So, like here I am asking about where a taxi is, and people are standing at, staring at me like I have a third eye. So it's like, wow. okay, great. You're Italian you know, didn't work. <laughs> so right. So how am I supposed to get to my host family's residence? Right. So from there, um, you know, I I was really, you know, just really motivated at that point, and was like, man, I I think I could really make a difference. I sure. mean. And, and at this point, it was very, very micro. I was looking at it from, you know, a micro level being like, I can, I think I can really help the school system here. And sure. The, the clinics here and maybe the hospitals. And, and you know, I was uh, the, the real, the real, uh, you know, fork in the road for me. And, and the pivot point was when I was uh, doing intraoral examinations in a, in a school at the time. And I diagnosed uh, a malignant tumor 
underneath in the where they got the intra oral sulcus just under your tongue Ugh. it started to metastasize into a six-year-old's um and jaw wow at that point you know that was kind of like all right i'm, I'm kind of just sick of this and right. you know i'm seeing kids every day right you know kids now have a two and a half year old and i'm seeing kids her age that are losing teeth that i'm having to do root canals in and, and post and things just to save some sort of structure so you don't have a choking epidemic on your hands either. wow that's crazy. And, and people don't really understand that and i was like you know you know, where, where, where Fanta or a, a, a Coke would cost 20 cents, you know, a bottle of clean drinking water would be the equivalent of like three or four dollars here. Right. Where the average income is like two dollars an hour anyways wow. at the time. So it was like, you know, I, I think I'm going to I'm, I'm I'm I was angry. I was upset and I wanted to make a difference. And I, you know, um, that's one thing I've been you know, I guess genetically Common gifted from, sure. uh, you know, or, you know, I, when I'm passionate about something, I'm going to, I'm going to vocalize it. And I don't really care about, you know, repercussions, who doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> right. gonna, we're right. going to hear it. Right. <laughs> that's, totally. that's what's going to happen. I'm going to get my point across. Right. So yeah. I, um, read I, that, I read about that. I read your story that this is a real turning point for you with the six year old girl. She had cancer in her mouth. And then as part of that, it was part of your residency, I guess. And then as part of that, you actually helped pay for the surgery and whatnot because the family didn't have any money, which is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I was able to do that. I was able to assist in it, which was really, really great, and just really, you know, probably one of my proudest moments today. Just now, she's getting ready to graduate. I think oh, high school. Like so cool. So okay, got it. So burning platform for you, you know, change the world. There's a water issue. Um, and, and, you know, learning about other economies, I'll call it, that that could really use help. Um, how do you go from that to I'm going to make a, a water product and, and, and come up with this idea for a water brand? Yeah, great question, right? And, and you know, from, from that to where we're at today was really started to take this idea and work with other with other NGOs and governments and in other developing countries like you know i lived in india and turkey and west africa and other countries throughout south america and and then i saw that the rapidly changing societal shifts in in consumer needs in the united states right and i was like well why don't i go all in on this like we have a highly disruptive formulation it's really meant and tailor-made to really increase one's immune system to stabilize it to get healthier to build uh, gut health uh, and and nutrients while simultaneously uh, drinking and hydrating, but also really enjoying it because it it tastes great. Sure, right? It's not something you got to choke down because it's it's good for you, and right. we all hate that. Or, right. or, you know, like it's not like we would need to eat shards of broken glass to look good anymore. It's like, well, I I want to I want to feel good. I want to be healthy. Health and wellness is a is a priority to me, but I also want to enjoy it. Sure, right? I don't want it to be work. To do this and so that was something i was like well this is what i'm gonna do so i went all in i i i took every last cent uh that i was worth and put it all into the development and understanding the industry and 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 uh you know understanding co-packing and marketing and sales and right and this, this wasn't your I space had. i mean you were well, and going no, to dentistry I, school right i mean I have no business background i have nothing <laughs> So I'm just going off of like reading books and and, re and uh, looking at movies, and it's like, well, this is this is this is not a movie. Right. And so, really, how you know, understanding payroll and you know, health insurance and DNO insurance and things like that that you don't get taught in school, right? Totally. And so, I'm really learning on the job, so to speak, and was very fortunate uh, 
to, you know, be mentored by some people that I'm incredibly so close with today that have kind of looked out for me. And, and now, you know, over the last eight years of, you know, where I feel now, I really got, I got the hang of it, but it was, you know, it was touch and go there for a minute. And yeah. Well, I want to dive into some of that, actually. Um, so for those that don't know Wanu Water, wanuwater.com, um, the first ever nutrient-infused bottled water packed with 12 essential vitamins, nutrients, and six grains of non-GMO fiber at a mere eight or five to 10 calories per serving and zero sugar artificial sweeteners. Wanu's clean hydration embodies the core components of a healthy diet, water plus nutrition. And that's where the name Wanu came from, which is very cool. You spelled that out. Um, so, okay. How did you, but okay. Back when it started, you, you started reading and talking to people and all that, but what came first, the idea for this type of water um, or was it a flavor or was it, it kind of, what was the picture of like success when you first started? What was the, what was your first step? Well, I, I knew cause it was successful overseas, right? Sure. From a, from a public health standpoint, from a formulation standpoint. Got it. And then I was like, well, okay, I, I know that the formula is great, but you know, how do you package this? Right. And make it how like consumer make, friendly, right? Yeah. How do you make this go from, an, from, from, you know, a, a formula to a commercial product that people want to buy? And that's really the biggest challenge that you have. And so you go through, I mean, we, we went through different bottles, you know, from a totally. hot you know what's the different flash uh, actually okay pause right there that's something in all 240 some odd episodes we haven't talked about hot fill versus versus cold fill so share with our audience what that means um especially from your product perspective yeah so a hot fill is is just a processing uh method where it, you know it, it's getting it's flashing in there very high temperatures to kill any potential microbial um, you know, into the bottle or whatnot, but you have to, you have to be in a very specific bottle it has to be very thick. Think of the vitamin water bottle. Sure. Um, very Gatorade, stock, very, Powerade, you know, Gatorade, yep, totally. those, those types of things where, where, you know, it goes in there at a very hot temperature, but you also are risking uh, tremendous degradation within your formulation. So if you have something as complex as ours with, with that is so sensitive and everything has to be perfect, uh, you know, we were, we, it was burning it up and it, we were just from a testing standpoint. I was like, well, this isn't, it's not working. this isn't what I, this isn't what I meant. To. This isn't, this isn't going to help anybody. Right. And so we really researched and looked at like flash pasteurization and, and cold fill where you can really get creative with different bottles and the science and the technology is great. It's a, initially, it's a lot more expensive, which is always a concern, but in the long run, I think it's, that's the way to go where you, you have your, your formula intact and you can, you know, with, you can really sell what you're, what you're preaching. Right. Sure. And so we really moved into that where the, the formula and the, the manufacturing process is flashed in there at different temperatures, but it, it keeps everything in the integrity, I guess, of the product intact. And that was really, really cool to learn, but we had to go through all that, right. Making, making all of those, challenging uh, life lessons so to speak and you went into a stock bottle and sure but, but like a lot of that easy. that all costs money though so how did you deal with the funding of this because i mean to even make a product or manufacture a product right there's cost there's formulation all that then there's packaging you got to get packaging and change packaging and manipulate like how did how did you work the funding model to get this off the ground because it's not an easy proposition right no and, and the, it, it still isn't right sure. um I was, I was, I was very adamant on making sure 
that before I ever took one dollar or tried to raise any money, that it would work. This would be something <laughs> got it. That had a chance, right? Because I didn't want to take people's hard-earned money that 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 you know where I I wasn't one hundred percent sold on this, and so I I personally gave all the upfront funding and uh, my family uh, oh, wow. put in a lot of money nice. into this. Well. So I had Friends great, and family got it. Yeah, supportive supportive family and um parents uh and my grandmother specifically to give us the up the upfront capital to really get this off the ground and then when i knew i had something we've we've raised um we've raised a, a you know a significant amount of money sure. uh for that and you know from from a common stock to preferred stock and all of that wow, to get us to where we're, where we're going and where we're at today but yeah initially you gotta it's 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 a very expensive industry as, as you know right? sure. like, <laughs> That's, and this is just to make the product let alone get it to the shelf and, and sell something yeah, but before we no, get there yeah. yeah. No, before we get there, though, you, you said something uh, about 28 seconds ago. You said when I knew it was going somewhere where I knew it was going to be real. Like, when did you know, OK, I think we got something here. People are going to buy. It. Not only do I like it, but people are going to like it. Yeah. Uh, great question. And, <laughs> uh, it, you know, for the longest time, I was grasping at straws. Sure. And I'm a I'm a pretty, you know, a guy that believes in in himself and and you know what they're doing with, and speaks with convection and all that, but at, at that point I really didn't know because we didn't have any sales, we weren't in marketing right. stuff. Um, you know, I went, I was able to get connected to the California Independent Grocers Association. Okay, very good. And I I you know went to a conference there and pitched it, and a lot of the distributors were like, "Yeah, man, this is great. I'll take it if you get." if you get some, if you get some accounts and I was like, well, how do you get accounts? <laughs> you got to go sell like, the retailer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Don't you accept it and go get it? And they're like, yeah, but you're too small. We don't want to waste our right. time on small. That's right. And I'm like, well, then what do I do again? Right. You need a couple of wins, right? To get on the radar screen. At all. So what I did is I went to one of the distributor partners and, um, that I was with at the conference and we kind of hit it off and, he was the head of the distribution company at the time. And I, I went there kind of unannounced. He's like, do you want to have lunch? And I said, yes. And uh, I sat in his office, brought lunch and with a pen and a pad and was like, you're going to tell me exactly where I need to do where you can't say no. Wow. Right. And so he's like, go get me spec order sheets, like order sheets. Yep. I call them spec orders. And he sure. gave me examples and I printed them off. And I took about 500 of those. Yep. And I was living in New York and California is not in New York. Right? Right. In fact, the opposite end. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So um, I moved to San Francisco for six months uh, with my now wife. She, we were dating for like a year. <laughs> and it was my then girlfriend, my French bulldog puppy in a corporate housing apartment on Pine Street. She quit a, a job at, or turned down a a, one of the head of head marketing jobs at Goldman Sachs sure. to take a risk on a boyfriend that she'd known for about eight months. And she was in marketing and she would sit at the, the kitchen table with the dog and uh, create a, you know, a competitive analysis while I was renting a U-Haul truck and uh, taking product out of our manufacturer at the time that was in Watsonville and driving about three to 400 miles a day, going to every independent grocery chain 
I could and walking in there unannounced to the store managers and being like, look, you know, sugar's dead, sugar's dying. Here's the article. This is it. I'll free fill you a case. Please take an order. And they're like, and I go, who do you distribute with? And they go, well, we distribute with UNFI or, um, sure. you know, local distributor. And I, they're like, are you in their system? And I go, oh, yes, I am. I'm 100% of them. So they would then sign off the order sheet. So I did that for about a month. And I went back into all these distributors' offices and was like, here, here's 300 orders from this region, this region, this region. And you can't say no. Right. And, and everybody said yes. And they did taste us and they loved it. And that's when I knew that this was going to be something. Wow. What I didn't know is that we had the wrong name and the wrong bottle <laughs> and all of the packaging. Things. So that was okay. Explain that. Uh, so this was kind of like a, I look at it as a pilot, right? Sure. We were in several hundred stores and it went really well. Um, I think we were one of the top, uh, we were one of the first brands to ever kind of wrap the shrink sleeve in white sure. and kind of have that around the bottle. Off. Yep on the bottle now you walk into a store and it's an ocean of white but we were kind of like normal <laughs> right. first to do that. and uh but the but the uh, me having a dentistry you know when it, going to school uh for dentistry and then you know the water being floral water which was really named after this 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 plant or this flower in uh in spanish in in bolivia but people thought there was fluoride in it ah got so, it that was that was a point of contention and so i wasn't getting i was getting i wasn't being able to grow over like 300 stores and this was about six months velocities were good but they weren't great then they were like you need to change your name i i hired a uh, a uh, a um a marketing you know a marketing company to come in and look and they were like your name's horrible and your your <laughs> bottle your bottle right. is stock it's in the hint bottle and Hint was just, you know, it'd been in the market for like five or six years already. And it's a PowerFlex 16 ounce, which your audience may know or may not know, but go look at Hint and right. it's a stock bottle. It's not sexy. It's not different. It's not going to pop off the shelf where they were like, you need to invest in designing your own bottle and, and packaging and come up with a name. And so we, we kind of you know, did a restart. That was like our first restart and did that. And then launched Wanu in 2015, about two, about a year and a half later, two years later, and uh, immediately got instant uh, national distribution. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved the bottle. Everybody wow. loved the packaging. And we did most of that in-house with the with the assistance of a marketing company. Right. Party. And then, uh, you know, we were starting to really grow. And then we you were, you know, consumers were still confused off that, off that because it was very bright. And right. it was like, is it so what is was yogurt? confusing about it? Because I mean, you have the flavors on the side. Did they just not know what Wanu was, or like what did that? They didn't you know? know. They didn't know what Wanu was, Got it. and and we and we weren't big enough, right? We weren't. We hadn't really dove into marketing yet. We didn't have the budget yet. Like you sure. said, it's it, from an idea from an idea to market is, is incredibly expensive. And then from there to run a business and to gain awareness and education and marketing strategy, sales strategy, you know, scaling your business is even more expensive. Totally. So you, you, you know, from there we, we looked at it and yeah, it was, it was really cool packaging. People always loved the packaging category buyers liked it. 
but it was just i think to a consumer they're like well what's water what does it mean right next to all the other waters on the in the water aisle exactly right 80 percent of the brands on shelf today are already acquired sure so they are those big marketing dollars that everybody knows about totally so like when you're when you're an independent brand you're fighting for 20 percent of the space that's right if you don't you're not really simple you know, simple always sells. It's got to be able to be instantly, instantly relatable and, and comprehensible. So and what did so you do? We we hired another consumer <laughs> consumer marketing brand and went and and changed it to to what the packaging is today. Um, what is that that teal and white water plus sure. nutrient all out and really go from there? And then as of today, uh, you know, December sixteenth, we've doing our our third iteration of packaging, wow. which we're calling out the fiber on it. So oh, then you know exactly what Wahoo means. It's like, what are we really going for? We're wow. going with that prebiotic gut health that also builds immunity, doesn't have any sugar, you know, obviously all of the attributes with that, uh, you know, boosting your metabolism, supporting your healthy immune system, quenching your appetite and hydrating you with all these other nutrients. Wow. But it's very, that we feel that now it's been in the market long enough, but this, this call out, of the immunity and the fiber, what we've seen from our online sales this year, from a digital standpoint, from D to C and e-commerce, this is going to be tremendously successful. Yeah, I love the packaging. Um, In fact, there's a couple flavors here I think are maybe my favorite or would be my favorite. Watermelon raspberry, yum. Blueberry lemonade, yum. Peach passion, yum. I'm not sure about the kiwi cucumber, although maybe. Yeah, it's funny. That's one of our best sellers. That's of course the one that I don't that I didn't well, pick out. Demographic <laughs> love it because it's kind of like a a very a very quenching spa water. Like it, oh, um, got it. Spa water. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. That, that's actually okay. That's very cool. Um, so I see you sell online here, which is great on your website, and then um, you're in retail. How? What have you seen in terms of trends around e-commerce versus retail? Uh, obviously, retail gets you on shelf and gets you more, I'd say, brand awareness. But what? How would you? How would you? Um, you know, talk about how you've addressed the route to market. Yeah, well, it's it's COVID, right? And COVID, <laughs> right. COVID, COVID shook up everything uh, overnight, and 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 as you know better than anyone, um, you know, typically that the history of building a brand was was going up and down the street, then, in, then totally. getting into regional retail, then big box store, and then and then and then um, and then club, right? Well, b- building a brand and. In brick and mortar right now is is, is I think I think is archaic. Mm, um, it's interesting. I think, I think with COVID and people working from home, uh, Instacart, right. Amazon, uh, there's a reason why these brands are up like six, seven thousand percent right. from the previous year. Like, you know, getting there's there's a convenience factor where consumers are like. I, why go to the grocery store when I can get Instacart sure. or Grubhub now going to Walmart and right uh, picking up your, your your groceries and Walmart Plus now and and everybody moving to this online uh, digital commerce type of deal where uh, Amazon has kind of changed the game as well. Well, Prime where you can get your groceries in an hour, you don't have to leave your home. People are scared about COVID. They don't want the touch points. They don't want to go out. They don't want to do these things. And e-commerce has just exploded. Our e-commerce business is up over 575%. I'm not versus surprised. Previous year. Yeah. I was, and 
Uh, I'm not surprised. I was in a a retail and consumer goods industry event last week hosted by Consumer Goods Technology. And and one of the uh, CIOs there said, we, you know, we weren't planning to make these investments in, um, in back office e-commerce and whatnot for another year or two. And, uh, and what he said was we, we invested in, made decisions on and like upgraded that capability in weeks that, which would have taken a couple years. So, I mean, it's, it's exactly lining up with what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're, you know, then you're looking at, you know, then our strategy really is, is, is to kind of go elephant hunting when it comes right. to go uh, for the big guys. The big Why not? Guys, right? we're, we're in Costco and it's amazing. You know, we're chasing Walmart and we're we're in major major regional chains like Kroger's and Ralphs totally. in LA and yep. and um, you know some Kroger divisions and Albertsons divisions like Shaw's and in the Northeast and Kings Bolducci's and you know bigger regional accounts where you're not you know, because like you're just not getting the foot traffic anymore. I mean, I talked to some retailers like in New York City that you know one of the retailers you know probably has the most distribution points in the city and he's down eighty percent foot traffic. Sure. sure. Right. So he's like, I I want your product, but. I don't think right. you want the product. It's in not the moving right now because like nothing's, no yeah. one's shopping because yeah. they're all shopping online. Yeah. And so we we were really lucky. Um, we didn't see COVID happening, obviously. <laughs> like everybody, we don't, we, don't read the, right? we don't read tea leaves, unfortunately. But um, you know, we were moving more to to e-commerce because we did kind of see the trends moving that way to your point, maybe a year out or whatever, but we were so small that we really wanted to, you know, get ahead of it and be one of those. Look at what Hint has done from an e-commerce digital footprint. They've, they've, they've created a monster company off of it. No question. I I have to give kudos to Karen Golden. Like she's done an amazing job. She's a marketing company, in my opinion. And they, they've actually done such a prolific job in, creating such a great digital influencer marketing campaign that I think a lot of brands need to look at that is, is, you know, a case study of how to be very successful in, in this. And that's what we were really doing and then watching them closely as well. But now we're kind of, we're kind of creating our own, our own little ripple effect, but we really started that lining with the the immunity and the gut health. And then COVID happened and we were really worried, right? Like sure. all these businesses are, are really hurting and we're really worried. And, and then all of a sudden, because of our formulation and, and, and what I really designed it for was to build one's immune system. We just got shot out of a cannon. That's awesome. COVID, COVID was the, probably uh, the best thing that could have happened to our company per se, because it brought so much awareness to the fact that, Oh my God, you know, this is a product that not only it's, it's truly authentic, it's truly transparent. And you know, it's actually going to do what it says is to help you be healthier. Totally. Now awesome. we have all these new opportunities, sales opportunities, like a Medline partnership where they have distribution in every hospital in the country and are using it as a uh, treat part of the treatment plan for COVID positive patients and then outpatients for, for, you know, other, other diseases like cancer and cardiovascular health, internal gut health issues, things like that. You know, these are what the patients are getting instead of apple juice and sugar and all these other things. So this is really cool opportunities. And, you know, we have many more that have come our way that we're now taking advantage of hotel chains, hospitality, you know, through the intercontinental totally. Totally. Hotel in New York and things like that wow. that have been really, 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 really cool for us. 
uh, awesome. Um, I mean, what a fun story and cool brand and, and fun ride. And you're right in the middle of it right now. Um, share with our audience two or three of the biggest lessons learned. Uh, it's been a, a couple of years. Um, I'm guessing it took longer than a couple of weeks and months to even get the first product to a place where it was saleable and ready to go. But like, share with us, our audience, two or three of the biggest lessons learned you've had in your, your time in building this company. Yeah, just don't be afraid uh, afraid to fail. I think that's the biggest thing. I think uh, the one thing that that's kept me kept me going is um, I've, I'm never afraid of of failing because I know I'm not going to quit, and I know and I'm so confident in what we have. But you're going you're going to have challenges. You're going to have failures. You're going to make so many mistakes that you don't know what to do with. But at the same time, learn from those mistakes and and really keep pushing. And I think you'll be very successful. I think the other thing is, is, you know, is as much as, um, you know, you, you're going to run into a lot of experts of everything. Right. Everyone yeah. who knows better. <laughs> you're going to be so eager to want to be successful. And, and especially with me not having a business background, not having a CPG background, I was, I was taking everybody at their word and I was like all in on them. And, and that really was a major mistake for me. Wow. And because they, a lot of the individuals that I've, I've, you know, ran into earlier on, um, you know, they might've been successful with, with running companies and doing things with a, you know, with a, with a balance sheet that has billions of dollars in it. And yeah, you're building a company with, with a war chest, the size of California, right? Like it's sure. massive. Sure. But like, you know, show me the guys that have built something from no, no resources, things like that. The challenges they had to come. Those are the people you want to, you want to pick their brains and you want to understand how they ran their companies and, and, and done things and how they grew it, how they scaled it and all of that, because those are the most valuable insights you can get. Not, not the guys that are able to build companies when they were already, you know, had billions sure. of Right. And all the assets. That's right. Cash where where yeah, you you're you can afford to make, you know, mistakes and, and, and balance it out and, and do things because the, the concept is already proven. But when you're when you're starting it from an uh, from a concept with no proof to what you want to do, you have you have a lot of challenges and those come. And then the third would be what you mentioned is fundraising. And fundraising is is an art in itself and it's part of your business and you're going to get to, you're going to, you better get to learn to love it and, and, uh, and, and pick as many b people's brains as possible and just be very, very careful who you let in your kitchen. Sure. You know, some That's people, interesting. Some, some people are, are, are meant to stay in the backyard for the barbecue. And then, you know, some <laughs> people are meant to sit in right. your kitchen and have, and have a glass of wine and really get to know you because I've been burned and I was burned. I was burned bad. And, um, you know, and it, it was a life lesson that I learned, but these are the things where you're, you need to be very, very careful who you let in your kitchen and, and just realize that as, as much diligence as that individual or, or institutional firm is doing on you, you should be doing the same on them Sure. and wow. be very, very happy with the end result. And you will be way more successful, way quicker if you're able to do that. Dude. What? I mean, just great. Um, Great content. I mean, we could we could spend another hour, I'm sure, just unpacking some of the lessons on product development and sales and marketing. But um, we'll have to have you back on down the road. Um, Todd, this has been so amazing. So share with our audience where they can find you, find your brand, et cetera. Yeah. So you can check out the retailers on our website at wantedwater.com. And uh, we're also sold on Amazon and through our website, 
uh, and our storefront on our on our uh, website as well. And then store locator for all the brick and mortar in your area too. You'll be able to just type in your zip code and be able to find the, the local retailer there. That's so great. Well, hey, Todd, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been so fun meeting you and, and hearing about your company. Can't wait to have you back on down the road. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. And uh, happy holidays and, and have a good one. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.